I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Good morning, my American family. What time is it? Time to wake up! Wake up! Cock-a-doodle-doo! Here we go. Wake up time! Broadcasting live, on the air, online, and around the world. This is the Kelly and Ken Show. Reach them anytime on Facebook and Twitter at Kelly and Ken Show. Or call them up at 866-708-3276. Now let's start the show. Good morning, I'm Kelly, he's Ken. It is finally Friday. We've got a big show for you this morning. Look at you sporting another shirt from Goodwill. Yes, sir, I'm looking good. That's a nice brown and white stripe. Uh-huh. How much did you pay for that one? Four fifty. What a bargain. Yep. What a bargain. Yep. Oh, wait a minute. What is it? Hold on. Yes. Stop the music. Kill the music. Oh, dude. Where are you going? I got to do something. Hang on. We're right in the middle of starting the show. I know. Hold on. I got to do something. Ken's walking around towards me, which always scares me a little bit. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> he pinched me. Oh, yeah. It's St. Patrick's yeah, Day. I right. forgot about that. Wait a minute. Yeah? You're not wearing green. Yes, I am. I don't see any green. Oh. Bam, baby. Oh, green shoes. That's right. I was going to count your tattoos, but yeah, the green shoes work as well. You're going to get pinched a lot today. Uh, Yeah, I got no green whatsoever. Your teeth may be a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that counts, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow, Kelly. How come you're not wearing green? It's St. Patrick's Day. I'm not Irish. I'm American. Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. I forgot. Yeah. Okay. All right. I guess I deserve that then. I tell you what. Yes. I'll tell you a horrible joke, and then you'll be a little green in the gills. Okay. All right. What else is coming up on the show today? Aren't you going to tell me a horrible joke? No, I'll do it later. Oh, I see. <laughs> coming up on the show today, the Celebrity Net Worth game is back. We'll talk to Sean O'Connell from CinemaBlend.com. The new Disney live-action Beauty and the Beast movie is in theaters uh-huh. today. Can't wait to see that. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. People make fun of me because I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. Well, you watch everything Disney. I love out. Disney. Yeah. Also, singer-songwriter Brandon Maddox live in the studio this morning. That and Balloons for the Kids. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Is that big enough? Is that enough show for you? We need a little bit more. Got more anything, show? Got anything else? Oh, let's see. Oh, phone calls. Your phone calls oh, at yeah. 866-708-3276. That's all we needed. There you go. All right. You ready? Let's do it. Hit it. Broadcasting across the globe. Eventually, they will get tired and fall asleep. The <laughs> Kelly and Ken Show. Everybody's smiling as they march in the parade There's something that they're drinking and it isn't lemonade Whether you are black or white or even old and grey Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day It's a festival to celebrate the coming of the spring And even if it's freezing, you can't feel a thing There's a million Irish bodies to keep the cold away Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day You're listening to The Kelly and Ken Show Happy St. Patrick's Day, I'm Kelly, he's Ken Do they celebrate St. Patrick's Day in Ireland? Is it as big in Ireland as it is here? 
Are you kidding? Is it bigger? Oh, lordy, lordy. It's is a it, national holiday. It's crazy there. Yeah. I see. Okay. Of course. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, man. All right. Yeah. You okay? You look a little weird. I'm okay. You okay? Yeah. You know, uh, on this day, I can transform. You can do what? I can transform on this day. Transform. Yes, but only on this day. Into? Leprechaun. Leprechaun. Would you like to see it happen before your very eyes? You turn into a leper. No, 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 no. I turn into a leprechaun. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm leprechaun. Leprechaun. No, not leprechaun. <laughs> Leprechaun. I'll do it now. Check it out. All right. Oh. Oh, dear. Hello. Oh, hello, Leprechaun. Tis me, Leprechaun. Well, look at you. You're little and green now. I'm a teeny tiny little Leprechaun. You're so cute. Thank you, sir. I want to come over there and squeeze your cheeks. Don't do it. I'll kick you in the shins. <laughs> Now, I can take advice from people if they care to call. Oh, so if people have questions for Leprechaun? That's right. About what? About anything at all. About life and love, your job. Oh. If your dog's going to have puppies, anything you want. It doesn't matter. I'm magical. I've got a question. What is it? I've got a problem with a co-worker. Go on. He seemed... Very nice guy. But he seems to have a split personality. Is it only on one day a year? One day per year, usually March 17th. Let's see what I have. Ah, yes, I have an answer for you. Okay, what can I do? You're just going to have to deal with it, <laughs> punk. <laughs> wow, leprechaun sassy. That's right. <laughs> Give the phone number. 866-708-3276. If you have a question, if you need advice, anything for Leprechaun, you're here for him, right? I am always here for you. Will you be here all morning? All morning long, don't you know? Oh, joy. <laughs> are you going to be searching for a pot of gold today? What else are you going to be doing, if anything? I've already found my pot of gold. Really? And you can't have it. Wow, you're grumpy. I'm grumpy and sassy and magic. Okay. <laughs> Give us a call if you'd like to talk to Leprechaun this morning. Any questions about anything concerning life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness and your future? Exactly. The only thing I don't know is tomorrow's lottery numbers. <sighs> if I'd known that, I wouldn't be talking to you. I'd be Good on my point. yacht. Yeah. Good point, Leprechaun. Indeed, sir. Call now if you want to talk to <laughs> me. Broadcasting across the globe. <laughs> Doesn't he talk funny? The Kelly and Ken Show. Oh, he doesn't smell like Irish Spring and he never taught me anything. But still I swell my chest and sing of my drunken Irish dad. Ask a Hennessy, Tennessee, Morris and Shaughnessy, Reardon and Rooney, they'll tell you the same. McNulty, Mulroney and Cotter and Clooney all feel the same mixture of pride and of shame. Finnegan, Hannigan, Kelly and Flanagan look to the ground when their dad passes by. Cafferty, Rafferty, Joyce and O'Lafferty fight for his honor and then start to cry. And we don't tan well either. From a drunken Irish dad. It's Kelly and Ken. It's St. Patrick's Day, and Ken magically transformed himself into Lepra Ken just moments ago. Fiddly dee, I did. <laughs> did you have Lucky Charms for breakfast? No, that would be cannibalism, my friend. <laughs> what are you talking about? We have a question for Lepra Ken. Are you ready for a question? I am totally ready. Jerry on line three. Jerry, good morning, sir. How are you? Hi, top of the morning to you. My question to Lipperton is uh, something like this. Uh, I was 
wanting to go visit the old country over the holidays, so I was wondering how long it would take me to get from, you know, Huntington, you know, the big red barn to 123 Main Street in Dublin, you know, as the loon flies. You know, I want to go uh, kiss the Blarney Stone and the like. Oh, dear. That is a very good question. I'm so glad you asked, Jerry. Here's what you do. In order to make the trip seem shorter, just drink a lot. Just down I mean, your favorite. That very good. In particular, bride, you would uh, like me to drink. Yes, just uh, down your favorite bourbon. Let others drive the car. Hi, that sounds like a trip. You'll get there in no time. <laughs> or it'll seem like no time to yeah, you. Yes. When you wake up. Yes. Thanks for the call, Jerry. All right. Any advice for me, Leprechaun? You know me very well. You know about my life. Anything I, I could do to improve myself. So glad you asked. Okay. All right. Three points of advice for you, sir. Three. I'll write these down, Leprechaun. The first one. Don't worry about germs. Oh, They're yeah. too small to be concerned about. I'm kind of you, a germaphobe. You know what they say. What do they say? Out of sight, out of mind. Okay. All right. Those germs are too small to worry about. Good advice. All right. The other one is ignore Ken whenever he teases you about your action figures. That's real good advice. If you want to play with dollies... Don't worry about societal norms. Mm. I'm using air quotations when I say norms. Thanks, Lord. You continue to have your little tea parties <laughs> I don't and play parties. dates with your little dolly friends. I, I don't do that, no. Don't worry okay. about it. Thank you. And number three. Number three. Your hairline is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong there. Okay. Some ladies like a bunch of skin up there. <laughs> Thanks, Leprechaun. You got it. Broadcasting across the globe. Give me something to work with here. The <laughs> Kelly and Ken Show. This is the Kelly and Ken Show. What cologne are you going to go with? London Gentleman or... Wait. No, no, no. Hold on. Blackbeard's Delight. No. She gets a special cologne. It's called Sex Panther by Odeon. It's illegal in nine countries. Yeah, it's made with bits of real panther, so you know it's good. It's quite pungent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever wear cologne? Never, because I am an adult man. If you had a hot date, fat chance, would you put on cologne? If I was 15. Really? <laughs> yes. Do you own any cologne? No, no, because I'm an adult man. I don't either. No. I'm not a fan, but... Mm. Oh, and I bathe. I bathe, too. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I've got something here that may change our minds. Oh, really? A fragrance company has just released a new scent for dudes that makes you smell like kittens. <laughs> what? It's called Kitten Fur, mm -hmm. and they describe the scent as the essence of the warmth and comfort from just behind a kitten's little neck. Oh, wow. All women love kittens. This could be a great idea. Yeah. A four-ounce bottle costs $40. It's available online at fragrance.com. Oh, thank you. Okay. What? Uh, this just in. Yes. From our intern that doesn't exist, uh -huh. there's another new fragrance. Oh. It's called Litterbox. <laughs> <laughs> this very pungent fragrance <laughs> is something that you have the ability to smell initially, but after time you get used to it. <laughs> then when people come over, they're knocked back by a wall of stink while you are blissfully unaware... <laughs> Of the eye-watering scent of ammonia that <laughs> permeates everything you own, wear, and eat. Yes. <laughs> Litterbox Cologne. 
Stay lonely. <laughs> Broadcasting across the globe. Hey, who's in the mood for some fun? The Kelly and Ken Show. Pop quiz, hotshot. What do you do? What do you do? Take off your cowboy hat and put on your thinking cap. It's time for the Green Team Pop Quiz. Yay! Here we go. Pop Quiz 866-708-3276. Answer the question correctly. Be the first to do so. You win the prize. How about a TV question? Okay. Which two TV shows from the 1980s featured a character named Uncle Jesse? Ah. Which two TV series from the 1980s featured a character named Uncle Jesse? Well, I know one of them okay. was Maud. And then there was an Uncle Jesse on Maud? Sure. No, there wasn't. No? No. And then the other one was yes. Will and Grace. It was Will, Grace, <laughs> and Uncle Jesse. <laughs> Uncle Jesse. Yeah. No. No? Yeah, you're 0 for 2 there. Oh. Which two TV series from the 1980s featured a character named Uncle Jesse? I know for a fact that Uncle Jesse lived on Melrose Place. Didn't he? Uh, no. He did, Uncle Jesse didn't live on Melrose Place? I don't think he ever did, no. Huh. Did Uncle Jesse hang out with designing women? <laughs> At last check, there was not a character on designing women named Uncle Jesse. Son of a gun. Mm-hmm. Why am I so confused? Maybe you didn't watch these two shows that I'm talking about here. Well, we got to go to the phones then. 866-708-3276. Line one. Any idea on this one? Yes. What's the answer? Full house and deep house. That's right! Oh. Just a good old boy. You got it. Never meaning no harm. Beats all you ever saw. Been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. <laughs> Uncle Jesse on Dukes of Hazard and Uncle Jesse on Full House. Who is this? Wendy. Where are you calling from this morning? On my way to work in transit. Well, congratulations. You've got the prize. Hang on the line for me. Worst show <laughs> of all time. I was not a fan either. I'm with you on this one. Whatever happens to I like the theme song. It was a good theme song. You want to know something worse than Full House? What is it? The remake, the reboot, Fuller House on Netflix. Oh, it's so bad. It's really bad. Really, really bad. Yep. Yeah. Why are we playing the uh, theme song? Because it's 11 times better than the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. Broadcasting across the globe. Before we go any further, I'm going to lay down a few rules, all right? The Kelly and Ken Show. It's Kelly and Ken. Kelly and Ken. Workers at a Goodwill store in Washington State got a big surprise when they opened a donated cooler and inside they found $24,000 worth of marijuana. I know, Goodwill, more like awesome will. There were, there were, now, in the, now there were five giant bags of marijuana in the cooler and when he found them, the Goodwill worker immediately turned over the three bags he found to the police. <laughs> The police then gave the one ounce of marijuana they found to the chief, who went to the commissioner and said, look, we found a joint. 
<laughs> so Ken's got another Goodwill shirt on today. Is this yeah. the last one in the series? This is it. This is uh, the last one in uh, the Goodwill collection. He bought five Goodwill shirts at Goodwill last Saturday, mm-hmm. and he's been wearing them all week and modeling them and posting pictures on Facebook. Oh, that's right. I forgot to model it. <laughs> what do you think? Let me walk down this little runway here, huh? I'll do a twirl. Do a twirl, you. yeah. How about that? Looking what, good. What do you think? And it hangs down nicely in the back. <laughs> Why? You like that? You Stop shaking that? your booty at me. I don't need that this morning. Oh, okay. I By the way, this is my second favorite of the five. Second favorite. The seersucker was number one. Yeah, I This agree. is my second favorite. Yeah. yeah, this is pretty nice. It's a good look. If you want to see the picture, it's up on Facebook. What do you call this Sears Portrait Studio picture you've put on Facebook? Oh, uh, this is the newsman. <laughs> you do look like a newsman. The newsman. Drinking coffee of which yes. you don't drink. Yeah. And reading your news. That's right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes. This just in. Oh. My shirt looks fantastic. <laughs> Film and <laughs> Thanks, newsman. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> Broadcasting across the globe. People like this are a menace to decent society. The <laughs> Kelly and Ken Show. Kelly. Yes. Quick question. Yes. If by some miracle lightning came down and struck directly on Hank Williams Sr.'s grave and he was able to rise. <laughs> from the dead yes and just be uh, alive mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he uh, tuned in to country radio <laughs> oh, what what would his initial <laughs> thoughts be first he would think well I, I was kind of excited about that lightning strike bringing mm. me back to uh-huh, life uh-huh. but now i think i want to crawl back into the grave yeah he'd be looking for a second lightning strike <laughs> right <laughs> he probably like that's awfully loud <laughs> <laughs> Put we, me back. Are we biting the hand that feeds us? <laughs> no, man. I, oh, no. I think, I don't know if he'd like it. I, I'm not, I I'm really not sure. don't. I'm not sure if he would or not. No. <laughs> All right, good morning. <laughs> it's 7.08. It's the Kelly and Ken Show. Yeah. Don't forget, finals of Far American Idol tonight. Big Red Barn. Doors will open at 5.30. Showtime at 6.30. The five contestants will each sing one song. And then the judges will pick a winner. And somebody's going to walk away with $1,500 in cash from Carroll Bank and Trust. Hope to see you here tonight for the finals of Farm Idol. Let's get to birthdays right now. Brought to you by Complete Dental Care Clinics. What was that? What was that? Hank? Hank? (laughs) Hank? (laughs) (laughs) Birthdays brought to you by Complete Dental Care Clinics in Huntington and Parsons. In Huntington, call 986-9484. In Parsons, 847-6625. Hit that jingle, please. Here we go. It's birthdays on the Kelly and Ken show for St. Patrick's Day. It's Friday, March 17th. Who made the list? Candace Watson is 38. Way to go, Candace. Happy birthday from the whole family. Avery Stone is nine. From your mom and dad. John Moore is 21. That's from mom. Megan Ricker is 19. From your family and boyfriend. John Paul Stovall is 58. That kind of rhymes. That's from the whole family. Adeline Baker is two. From Mimi and Papa. And Julie. A Boom Boom French is 33. Way to go, Julie, from Luke, Austin, and Brandon. A few celebrities' birthdays for you. The first is from a guy who, for a long time, didn't age. Mm. A couple of years ago, he finally started aging. Rob Lowe. 
Remember for a long time? Yeah. He was frozen in time. Right. And then he started getting gray hair. I'm going to go mid-50s. Let's go 54. 53. Mm. And? Yes. Kurt Russell. And if you look at a picture of him right now, uh, he's one of those guys who, as he gets older, his head continues to grow, but his face shrinks. <laughs> it's weird looking. He still has great hair, though. He does have really good hair. Terrifically yeah, thick yeah, yeah. hair. Uh, 71. 66. Oops. And? Yes. Gary Sinise, a.k.a. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. What are you doing here? Well, thought I'd try out my sea legs. But you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dan. Yes, I know that. <laughs> you wrote me a letter, you idiot. You're, tell me you've seen that movie. Oh, of course. Okay, good. That's right. a classic Forrest yeah. Gump. Uh, Gary Sinise is 62 today. Dude! Yes! I got one more. Okay. And it comes with a cluster migraine. Oh, no. Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. This place, do you get it? Billy Corgan, lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins, is big 5 0. He's 50 today. Uh, couldn't you have picked a better Smashing Pumpkins song? This is Cherub Rock, man. This is awesome. Billy Corgan is 49 today. I may be going way too high. He's not that old. Let's go 45. Oh, boy. Uh, 44. I'm going to start singing in a minute. Don't do it. Billy Corgan is 43. Billy Corgan is 47. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, you don't need to know the words. You just need to go. <laughs> Billy Corgan of Smashing Pumpkins is 46. Billy Corgan is 52. No, man. Oh, did, did you say 50? Dude, I said that. I think I said it the first time. Is that the first one you the said? The first guess. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's birthdays on the Kelly and Ken Show. Make a wish. Morning, Rose and Crown. I'm just wondering what you, what you guys are preparing for the big St. Pat's celebration coming up. Yeah, we're having... um. A corned beef dinner for seven ninety five. Corned beef really gives me gas, if you know what well, I mean. Is it, is it, I hope it's not going to be too gassy. I'm going to hang up now. What? I'm hanging up now. That's for you. The Kelly and Ken Show. <laughs> Happy St. Patrick's Day. You like corned beef? No, I do not. I don't either. I've never liked it. No. No. No, but I do like liquor. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, you know, there's Irish things. There's guess, corned beef. Yeah. And then there's liquor. Those are your two options. Yeah, two options. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I want you to settle a debate we were having at my house last night over this question. Between you and your wife? Between me, my wife, and my daughter. Okay. Your wife is right. <laughs> Case closed. Case closed. No matter what it is, <laughs> just defer to the wife. Here's the question. Mm -hmm. Is your cell phone a necessity or a luxury? Oh, it's a necessity. Gotta have it. Absolutely. Even though 50 years ago, nobody worried about it. 100 years ago, we never had cell phones. We didn't worry about it. Right, but I don't have homing pigeons. Mm. They did then. Back then. <laughs> yeah. So 100%, it's a necessity. 100%. My daughter Presley, who is nine, learned a new word this week because she had it on her spelling test. That word is necessity. Mm -hmm. So she said last night that she needs a cell phone because... A cell phone nope. is a necessity. Nope. That's what you said. Yeah, you said it's a necessity. Uh, not for a nine-year-old. 
Not for a nine-year-old, it's no. not. No. What, what would she need to do? What would she need a phone for to play games, right? Right? That's what she's going to use it for. She's not going to call her other nine-year-old <laughs> friends. <laughs> now, we've talked about this before, but I think as she gets older, doesn't it become more of a necessity? Yes. When she turns 16, it might become a necessity. When she's driving. That's when a cell phone of the house yeah. is a necessity. Sure. My daughter Presley is about, or my daughter Shelby is about to turn 17. She's had a cell phone since she was about 12. When you're a 12, 12-year-old? 12 really? 12? Yeah, it's not a necessity at 12? Nope. 16. Uh, yeah. Yeah, once once they're out of the house. is Let me ask you this. Is Presley ever anywhere without either you or mom? Yes. She or was, the grandparents? No, yes. She was at dance class last night. She had run club after school yesterday afternoon. Is she ever anywhere without adult supervision? Oh, no. At least I hope not. No. Well, then... She doesn't need a cell phone. Doesn't need a cell phone in any right. way, once, shape, or form. Once she's out in the world on her own, like a 16-year-old would be. Driving. Driving or with her friends, then, yeah, she probably needs a, a cell phone as a necessity. You were right because that's what my wife said. Oh, you agree with my okay, wife. all right. But I don't know if I agree with that. I think maybe it's okay for a child, even at nine years old, to have a cell phone, even if it's just something that's got three or four buttons on it where they can call someone in case of an emergency. Let's say me and Presley are out somewhere together, and heaven forbid something happens to me and I pass out, mm -hmm. and she's got to call somebody. She grabs your phone. Grabs my phone. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. And you know, if you if she's somewhere where you can't find her, you just initiate her tracking device. You have a tracking device embedded in her somewhere, right? No. Like in her arm. <laughs> no. You don't have a tracking device in your child. No, I guess they do that with dogs. Why don't they do that with children? I would. If you're doing it with dogs, yeah. I mean, that's really not a bad idea. I, I absolutely would put a GPS tracking device in my child until they're 18, and then remove it. Yeah. If you're living in my house, yeah, I would be. I would be a very unpopular parent. If you're in my house, I'm going to be able to. Get into your email. Mm. I, I rule your life. I would, you know, I, I want to know where you are. Yeah. I'm going to embed surgically a tracking device <laughs> in your body. Does your dog Henry your have a tracking device? Your mine until you are 18. <laughs> I brought it into this world. Yeah, I can take it that's out. That's it. Right. Your dog has a tracking device, right? Yeah. My dogs do not. They probably should. Well, it's not so much as a GPS tracking device as it is uh, something that if he's ever lost and found, they can... And they have oh. a device. You can't, like, hop on satellite. Oh, like, I can't get on my smartphone right now. Oh, Henry's on the bed. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. Henry's in the neighbor's yard. Oh, I gotta yeah, go, yeah, get I gotta go get him. All right. 866-708-3276 yeah. is a cell phone for a nine-year-old a necessity or a luxury? And she learned the word necessity. That was a spe She has some tough spelling words in third grade, man. Yeah. You put her on the phone with Uncle Ken, and I will let her know. You will set her straight. I will I will let her know what a necessity is. And at nine, the only necessity that you need to worry about mm -hmm. is the bare necessities. For the bare necessities, <laughs> okay. the simple bare necessities. Let's grab some phone calls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Line one for a nine-year-old, is a cell phone a necessity or a luxury? It's a necessity, no doubt. I'm kind of starting to lean that way a little bit. But Ken's got a point. Once they're 16 and they're out driving, maybe then it becomes a necessity? Uh, mine became a necessity when my son was in the beta club in eighth grade and went to Nashville on a trip. Still adult, adult supervision, but I wasn't allowed to go, so I felt better with him having a cell phone to contact me. Okay, good point. Right, but it was your cell phone you lent him. It wasn't his own cell phone. No, I bought his. I bought him his own. Uh, and it, and 
To begin with, it was the it wasn't a very expensive phone. They make these little phones that's got like what like three or four buttons on it, right? Right. I started him out with just the the necessity. But let me ask, let me ask you this: Was he happy with that, or he wanted like a Galaxy S five or whatever? Didn't he? No, he was happy just with that. I mean, he could yeah. do several things on it, um, but I just felt like it was as a mother. I felt better him having his own device. So I could contact him at any time. So he was in eighth grade. That'd be what, about 12 years old? Yes. Okay. All right. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, thanks. Now, uh, I just looked up online. There's mm-hmm. a great tracking device available for, uh, <laughs> for embedding in your kids. Uh, you pay a little extra. A little extra. And you can administer an electric shock if they do anything wrong. <laughs> like if uh, if they go outside yeah. of the allowed zone. Right, right. Uh, you just give them a little, a little, a little, little shock. reminder that you're that you know they know where where they are right now. You would be a terrific parent, Wouldn't my I? friend. Nope. Oh. 866-708-3276. Back to the phones in a moment. Broadcasting across the globe. This is madness. The Kelly and Ken Show. You're listening to The Kelly and Ken Show. This is very interesting here. A new survey found that three out of four children under the age of four have their own smartphone. You can tell it's bad. Last night I told my daughter it was time for bed. She tried to swipe left on me. (laughs) Wow. So we were having this debate last night over dinner. Is your cell phone a necessity or a luxury? You say necessity for adult, but for kids, a luxury. That's right. But when the kid turns 16, you say it becomes a necessity. It becomes more of a necessity. Okay, but not 100% necessity. Sure, yeah. I mean, if they're going to be out in a car, they need to have one. I agree with that. Yes. But I think, I guess maybe the older I get, the more I worry and worry and worry about my children. So if I can do anything to ensure their safety, including getting them a cell phone, I'll get them a cell phone. So to me, it becomes more of a necessity for Presley, who is nine, to have a cell phone. As technology changes, um, so too does necessity of having it. Yeah. You know, eventually, one day, maybe we'll be having the conversation. You know what? I don't think that the, the, the transponder uh, uh, tr- device is a necessity. I live without it forever. What's the transponder? Oh, you know that thing they put in your brain where you don't have to talk? (laughs) Oh, my. You know, you just think your thoughts and the other person gets it? I see. I don't think that's I think we can still use our mouths to talk. (laughs) All right, let's get on the phones here. 866-708-3276. Line three. Is a cell phone for a nine-year-old a necessity or a luxury? What do you think? A cell phone for a nine-year-old is absolutely, utterly ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> I agree. I think Ken and your wife has hit it absolutely square on the bullseye. Okay. It's ridiculous to think about having a nine-year-old with a cell phone. It is, it is just, uh, again, more more example of our entitled generation mm. that we're creating. Okay. Do you agree with Ken that maybe when you're 16, that's the time to get one? Or would you I go younger? That, that is a reasonable thing to do. When wow. they're out and they're starting to drive and, you know, you're, you're worried about them if they have an accident, uh, if they have an accident or they get stuck, they have car trouble. That, uh, that is, that is, that is okay. Here's another thing that people don't uh, think about. A, a little kid will be preoccupied with that phone, especially if that phone mm-hmm. can play videos yeah. or, or games. Just like setting a kid down in front of a television, you're going to let this smartphone babysit your kid. Oh, boy. Oh, t- totally. And I was yeah. standing there alone the other day to go to a movie, and there were two kids, and they were like, you know, eight, nine, ten, maybe something like that. And they wouldn't need, you know, their, their, their heads are down because they each have a 
smartphone, mm. you know, you know, playing games and everything. It's, it's again, ridiculous. Now, I want to go on record as also agreeing with Ken. Put a tracking device in them. Wow. Embed that, embedded in them. All right, let me write that. Hang on. i got to write I gotta write something down here. Friday, March 17th, somebody actually agreed with Ken. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm with you, Ken. All right. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. Boy, look at the peeps siding with you. I tell you, it is exhausting sometimes being always right. <laughs> it wears me out. Line four, good morning. Cell phone for a nine-year-old. Necessity or a luxury? Did we miss line four? This is some nine-year-old trying to call. <laughs> Could be. See what happens? Line five, good morning. Cell phone for a nine-year-old. Necessity or a luxury? I think it depends on the child. Okay, how mature they are or how many activities they're involved in or what? All of it. Yeah. And I tell you what. It, I don't think it has anything to do with being entitled. My child is 12. She's had one since she was nine. Mm-hmm. And she does cheerleading, baseball, you know, softball, yeah, that, club, stuff like that. She's responsible with it. She's got a broke screen right now. Oh, she broke the she, screen. Oh. She ordered the screen to pay for it out of her birthday money. Oh, boy. And my daughter's the same way. She has all these after-school activities. She has run club. She has dance. She has a lot of things going on at age nine. If you tell a nine-year-old yes. that uh, you can only have a phone if you're mature enough to have one, they will suddenly make you think that they are mature. <laughs> you're right. They I'm not going to disagree. All of a sudden, whenever they're around you, suddenly be more mature and polite. They will They will work the parent. They will work yeah. you, man. That's true. I, I can't disagree with uh, that. Yeah. For somebody who has no kids, you know a lot about kids. <laughs> because you were one, and from what your mom tells me, maybe not that good of a kid. And I dated a lot of single moms. I see. <laughs> Line 7, good morning. How are you? I'm, I'm great. How are you guys doing? All right, let's get the guy's take on this. Cell phone for a nine-year-old. Necessity or luxury? It's, uh, it's a luxury. They're too young. The whole world is at their fingertips on yeah. this thing. Okay. What about at age 16? Get them one? Yes, definitely, because anything can happen at age 16, uh, and a lot of people have been saved at that at age. What about what about Ken's idea of tracking devices in your kids? No. No? <laughs> okay. Well, here's, here's another thing about the phone for young kids. Yes. There's nefarious people out there that will try to take advantage of them, and if they're not oh. emotionally mature enough to handle that kind of thing, yeah. then... You know, you as a parent have failed. A good your, point, your too. Kid. Yeah. yeah, that's true. You're opening the world, uh, opening, I mean, good grief, that's right. the doors to yeah. a lot of evil ways out yeah. there. A little, little kid isn't going to know uh, not to give daddy's credit card numbers to King Mbutu over there. In Nigeria. Yeah, promising uh, <laughs> riches. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Line six, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. Cell phone for a nine-year-old, necessity or luxury? I think it's absurd, and I think that any parent that would do that, that's the same thing as child abuse. DCS should be called in. Really? Agreed. Are you being serious? Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Is he gone? He's gone. He's gone. Ring oh, and run. Just, yeah, it's the old uh, yeah, the, the <laughs> ring and run. That's being a little far-fetched. Well... If you open your kid up to to the world of, of weirdos, and he didn't say is is it child abuse if you get him one or is it child abuse if you don't get him one? He wasn't specific. I think he was pretty specific. Was he specific? Yeah. Don't get your, your young kid a cell phone. All right, could be. Yeah. So we'll wait and see. Right. Eight six six. Now, now they have these these phones for you know old people with the giant buttons on them. They advertise they can, those on TV a lot. And they can only call. The numbers you program into it? Yep. That's fine. A smartphone, absolutely not ever. No, no, no. Don't give them a computer. It's basically a computer that's in it. their hand. I mean, yeah. that's that's what our smartphones are. They're right. mini computers. 
and high-powered computers. If you're not tech-minded yourself, don't expect your kid to be either. Yeah. Do a lot of research. Do we have time for one more call? Sure. Line one, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? All right, let's get your take on this. Nine years old, cell phone, necessity or luxury? I think it's a luxury. Yeah. But if they go home with a friend and find themselves in a bad situation, yeah. they can call you to come get them. That's true. I mean, that always scares me, you know? Presley's always on the go. There's always something going on. And yes, there's always adult supervision there. But sometimes it's people I don't know. So sometimes people I don't know, I don't necessarily trust. Here's another idea. Okay. Okay. As another option instead of a cell phone, just for emergencies. Yes. Yes. Get your nine-year-old a medic alert bracelet. (laughs) Or one of those things that hang around your neck, you know? (laughs) That way, Mm -hmm. when they're playing hula hoop or they're on their roller skates, they can go... <laughs> Broadcasting across the globe. You guys disgust me. The Kelly and Ken Show. It's the feel good story of the day on The Kelly and Ken Show. Wow! I feel good. All right, 17 year old Joran Fuller goes to high school in Finley, Ohio. His girlfriend is a 16 year old sophomore named Claire Short. Mm. They met after they both joined the cross country team at the high school. So he wanted to do something unique for his promposal. I'm not a huge fan of promposals. I think they're kind of played out. Yeah. But this was a good idea. Last Thursday, he got up super early for school and went for a run, specifically so he could use a GPS app to spell out the word prom on a map. He had to run about five and a half miles to do it. About a mile of it was just to add a question mark at the end. And he knew Claire had the app too, so he told her to check out the route he took that morning on his run, and that's how he asked her to the prom. We got a picture of it on our Facebook page. Check that out. <laughs> that's clever. Very creative. Yeah, it is. It really is. Take a look at the story and see how he spelled it out, his promposal. It's on our Facebook page <laughs> right now. That's your feel-good story of the day. Broadcasting across the globe. What a beautiful morning. Things sure look different after a good night's sleep. The Kelly and Ken Show. You're listening to The Kelly and Ken Show. Today is St. Patrick's Day. Uh, yeah. I read today, I read... Apparently, Americans could spend over $5 billion for St. Patrick's Day this year. Yeah, that's just on bail money. <laughs> Businesses are celebrating St. Patrick's Day in all kinds of ways. For example, Krispy Kreme is making green-coloured donuts for the holiday. Uh, here's a photo. Look at these here. No, they look gross. I don't know. I probably won't be able to eat more than seven or eight of those. Mmm, <laughs> donuts. Count me in for some of that. Yeah. I don't care what colour they are. <laughs> All right, coming up in just a moment, we're going to play the Celebrity Net Worth game. Yes, yes. This is uh, the contest that makes me very sad. <laughs> yes. I don't know why we keep doing this. It's hard to believe how much some of these celebrities are worth. It, uh, it really brings me down. The object of the game is to guess how much a big celebrity has in the bank. And we'll give you a chance to win a couple of albums, Rascal Flats, Ronnie Dunn, and we'll throw in the new book from Tim McGraw. It's called Humble and Kind, inspired by his song of the same name. And just know yes. that with each name you mention... Mm-hmm. I get closer to the ledge. <laughs> no, don't do that. Don't even think like that. Let me give you a couple of examples. Sure, yeah, all right. I'll give you a name. You tell me how much they're worth. Yeah, okay. Wayne Knight, who played Newman on Seinfeld. How much is Wayne Knight worth? Newman. Mm-hmm. Wayne Knight is worth $4 million. $4 million is incorrect. Is Wayne Knight worth more or less than $4 million? Less. 
He's worth more. He's worth $8 million. $8 million. You weren't far off. Hmm. Jimmy Fallon. How much is Jimmy Fallon worth? Jimmy Fallon is worth $53 million. $53 million is incorrect. Is Jimmy Fallon worth more or less than $53 million? More. He's worth less. $25 million. Is that all? I thought he'd be worth more. Poor Fallon. <laughs> He's struggling. Aww. He's on that struggle bus. All right, we'll take caller three right now to play the Celebrity Net Worth game. That's how it's going to work. That was just an example of how we'll do it. Yep, I'm very sad. Don't be sad. I'm very sad. No. I could be a Fallon. No, cheer up, man. I can't be a Newman, but I could be a Fallon. No, you're going to be okay. Am I? No, probably not. You're 50. Career's kind of on the downhill slide anyway. You're right. I'm yeah. alone. Yeah. I don't like cats. <laughs> you don't, like don't you have to start liking cats? <laughs> I don't even know when if you like people. When you're over 50 and alone, don't you have to start liking cats and then fill up your house with them? I think that comes when you're 70. Ah, yeah. okay. That's coming later. You got right, a few good. years. All right. Caller 3 plays the Celebrity Net Worth game next. Call now. Broadcasting across the globe. You guys disgust me. The Kelly and Ken Show. It's the Celebrity Net Worth game. They make so much money that it's insane. I'm not even sure of their claim to fame. So excessive, it's a doggone shame. Let's play the Celebrity Net Worth game. Let's bring in our contestant, Bob. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing fine. How y'all? Doing very well, man. We got a chance for you to win some fabulous prizes. It's the Celebrity Net Worth game. You got to guess how much a celebrity is worth, but here's how it's going to work. I'll give Ken a famous celebrity name. He will guess their net worth. If he nails it, you get a point. If he misses it, you must guess if they're worth more or less than that. Get four out of seven correct to win. Okay, Bob? All right, let's do this, Ken. Before we start, tell us a little bit about yourself, Bob. Uh, there's not much to say. I'm living in Peter Grove, uh, getting by. That's about it. What's your favorite color? Black. All right. Wow. I want to hang with you. <laughs> Here we go. Number one, Ken. Yeah. Blake Shelton. How much is Blake Shelton worth? Blake Shelton. Country superstar Blake Shelton. What's Does, his net worth? Doesn't he have uh, Gwen Stefani money now? Not yet. <laughs> They're not married yet. Uh, He's working on it, though. Blake Shelton is worth $140 million. $140 million is incorrect. Bob, is Blake Shelton worth more or less than $140 million? I'll say just a little bit less. He is worth less, actually quite a bit less, $60 million is his oh, net worth. Oh, yep. okay. One point for uh, Bob. You're doing well, man. Number two, Ken, you'll like this one. William Shatner. How much is <laughs> William Shatner worth? You're a big Star Trek fan. Yeah. William Shatner. Mm-hmm. Is worth $46 million. $46 million is incorrect. Bob, is William Shatner worth more or less than $46 million? Uh, he's got commercials, so I'll say more. It is more. He's worth $100 million. Whoa! Bob, you're doing Whoa. well. Set phasers on. Whoa! <laughs> you got that right. Mm. Number three, Danai Guerrera. She plays Michonne on The Walking Dead. Danai Guerrera. Denai Guerrera. How much is she worth? Denai Guerrera is worth $6 million. $6 million is incorrect. Bob, is Denai Guerrera from The Walking Dead worth more or less than $6 million? Well, they're great actors, but they're paying them less, I think. She is worth less. She's only worth $500,000. Oh. I say only. Yeah. How only $500,000. Half a mil. That's it? Half a mil. Wow. She'll cash in next contract. Yeah. yeah. One more point to win. Here we go. For the win, uh -huh. Arnold Schwarzenegger, Ken. How much is Schwarzenegger worth? Arnold Schwarzenegger is worth 
done a lot of movies. A lot of movies. Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's <laughs> worth $247 million. $247 million is close, but incorrect. Is Schwarzenegger worth more or less than $247 million for the win, Bob? More. He is worth more. Wow. He's worth $300 million. Wow. Bob with the clean sweep. Good job, man. You got all the prizes, the Ronnie Dunn album. You got the Rascal Flatts album, the Tim McGraw book. Great job, brother. Appreciate it. I feel really bad. Can we never play this game again? No, I love this game. Bob, yes or no, should we ever play this game again? Yes, I love it. It makes me sad. Don't be sad. Did it make you sad, Bob? No, it don't make me sad. I'm happy. He's a winner. He's a winner. That's right. Hang on, Bob. Broadcasting across the globe. They make me sick. The Kelly and Ken Show. It's Kelly and Ken. I see beer of green and shamrocks too. Shillelaghs and Irish stew. And I think to myself, what an Irishful world. Being Irish rocks. I'm putting you on pinch patrol tonight at Far American Idol. If anybody walks through the doors without green on, you get to pinch them. Really? Yeah, free reign. Oh, 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 boy. I'm turning you loose. Oh, man, I'm going to pinch so many people. You know why? Why? Because I'm colorblind. <laughs> Are you colorblind? <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. All right, tonight's the finals of Far American Idol right here at our Big Red Barn. We'll open the doors tonight at 530. Showtime, 630. The five contestants will each sing one song. Then it's up to the judges to pick one winner, our 2017 Far American Idol, who will walk away with $1,500 in cash from Carroll Bank & Trust. Is it going to be Megan Jordan of Lexington. Yes. Danny Easton of Huntington. Yes. Brandon Powers of Milan. Yes. Lindsey Russell of Lexington. Definitely not. Or the tri- <laughs> or the trio: Sophie Chambers, Mary Legrone, or Kelly Smith of Bethel University. He's just kidding. I'm sorry. He has no idea. I don't, know. I don't even think he's seen I, one round I, I, of the competition. No, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't. You know, a lot of it has to do with song selection. Yeah. A lot of it comes down to song selection tonight. Mm. Unfortunately, we will not carry it live on the radio because we have a Bethel Lady Wildcat game tonight on the air. Oh. So you better be here. So the pressure's off then, really. Right? No pressure. In a way, maybe that relieves some of the pressure from the contestants. I bet people were nervous thinking it was going to be on the radio. Be on the radio, yeah. But I tell you what, I will open the window. So that so that the sound can go down the street, and uh, Larry McDickerson down there, he will be listening. Okay. Okay. Pressure's back on. Back on with the pressure. Doors will open at five thirty. Showtime six thirty. Admission three dollars. Our guest judge Camille Ray will perform live as well. If you want to see all the details and see pictures of the contestants, go to thefarmradio.com. Camille's the one who's going to win. Camille's not even in the competition. Yeah. yeah. She's she's a professional singer, right? She is. She's really good. She's very good. She's going to win. She's not in it. No. She's a Oh, that's right. Farm Idol tonight. Make sure you're here. Broadcasting across the globe. This is not a gossip show. Okay, what we're going for is serious, insightful, thought-provoking radio journalism. The Kelly and Ken Show. Yum, yum. It's time for a tasty and refreshing snack. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Kelly Green and Ken Folks. 
Let's bring in our good friend from cinemablend.com to talk movies, Sean O'Connell. Good morning, sir. How are you? Let's all go to the lobby, right? Mm-hmm. Give ourselves a treat. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> one got- one movie to talk about, and they say it's going to be huge this weekend at the box office. Beauty and the Beast. Here's a clip. Papa? Now you must leave here. This castle is alive. Who's there? Do you wish to take your father's place? Come into the light. Show me the girl. Look at her. What if she is the one? <gasps> the one who'll break the spell. Hello. You can talk. Well, of course he can talk. Hello. Pleased to meet you. The master's not as terrible as he appears. just an idea uh, off the cuff instead of trying to break the spell can we just find a lady beast <laughs> is that too hard a lady beast perhaps <laughs> it's the live action version of the disney fairy tale sean a friend of mine sent me a text that went to see it last night they gave it an a plus plus agree or disagree two pluses two pluses yeah i got to disagree with two pluses mm. um Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to be a wet blanket, right? And I don't want to. I don't want to rain on people's parades. Like, if you want to go see Beauty and the Beast, I think that's outstanding, right? Like, go see it. It's, it's not a bad movie necessarily. Here's my honest opinion. I just don't see. I don't see the point of it. Like, yeah. I just don't. I don't get the reason behind it. So they did live action Jungle Book, and because of what technology is nowadays, like they were able to take that animated cartoon and, and update it to a new story, and they even added a few tweaks and, and you know changed the narrative a little bit. And it was super exciting, and it was great. But Disney's really hell-bent on remaking all of their animated classics. We're going to get a live-action... This is what they have on the docket for the, for the upcoming few years. A live-action Mulan, a live-action Little Mermaid. They're going to do a live-action Lion King. And this is because Cinderella did well and Maleficent did well, and they're going to just remake all of these classics. But with Beauty and the Beast, the problem to me is that not enough time has passed since the animated version, right? And the animated version, to me, is perfection. It's a, it's a perfect, perfect movie. One of the first, it is the first animated movie to break into the best picture category at the Oscars. Um, it's part of the reason why they helped uh, expand the best animated feature categories so that no other <laughs> cartoons, quote-unquote, would get into that race. Um, and then after that, it spawned this extremely successful Broadway show. So both of those have been pretty prevalent, you know, in our pop culture psyche for the past uh, 20-some-odd years. And so when this one shows up, it goes through all the same beats, it hits all the right notes. It's perfectly fine, but never once while watching it did I think it sort of elevated itself above the animated version. Are you calling this a Disney cash grab? Uh, no, <laughs> because... Uh, I, I get what they were trying to do, right? And I still, I still believe in the concept of, of live-action remakes of these movies. But, like, there are certain elements of these live-action films that when you try to do them in live-action, they don't really work. Like, the, the characters in Beast's Castle that worked fine in animation, Lumiere, the candlestick who turns into a talking candlestick, and Cogsworth, the clock, in animation, that's fine. They don't really work 
here because it's a it's be somewhere between live action and animation. And when you see them as live action characters, I don't believe them. Mm. And then here's one that this was a really like a swift kick to the gut, right? So they get to the dance, which everybody knows is like this iconic scene. Belle is in her her yellow dress and she's going to dance to the Beast for the first time, and they sing the song Beauty and the Beast, right? And you hear the opening line, a tale as old as time. And it's Angela Lansbury. Like, it has to be Angela Lansbury, right? But it's not. In this version, it's, it's Emma Thompson is now the voice of Mrs. Potts. And so she sings the song. And the minute she starts singing the song, I just kind of cringed, right? I just kind of doubled over because I was like, oh, that's not, no, it's wrong. That's not it. It's, hmm. it's different, and I don't like it, and kill it with fire. So <laughs> it's not that it's bad, but I so love the original, and I think the original is so in our fabric that even like when it's a, ch- a tweak like this, and I'm not trying to say Emma Thompson did a bad job. She did a fine job singing it. She was fine. But that song should be sung by Angela Lansbury, and that's how I feel. So when I, when I heard it and when I saw a lot of this other stuff play out, I was just like, well, this is fine, but that's not, it's not, it's not my Beauty and the Beast. Mm. So you're a Disney purist. I guess, kind of. You know, like, if you turned around and tried to say, hey, we're going to do another Toy Story movie, right? But we didn't get Tom Hanks and Tim Allen this time. Mm. Still Woody, and it's still Buzz, right? But we're going to have different voices doing them. And you tried to watch it, you'd be like, no, this isn't, no, this isn't it. So it's it's not like you're a purist, but it's just like those things are so ingrained in in your memory, right? And and how you you appreciate this sort of stuff. That uh, when you hear something different, and some people may be like, oh, no, I, I actually think this is better. Angela Lansbury stinks. <laughs> stinks, so you can't say that. That's wrong. <laughs> Kill her with fire. <laughs> Kill her with fire. <laughs> Will there be a live-action Little Mermaid? Because I would watch yes, that. Yes, yes. That is one of the ones that they are trying to do. They have a, a Fantastic. whole you know, <laughs> slew of, and, and this is nothing new. I mean, there was live-action Pinocchio, and they've had how many versions of you know Peter Pan or Hook or... They just did Pan recently. These stories are going to get reinterpreted over and over again. But the thing about Beauty and the Beast is, especially with these songs from this musical, I mean, these, those songs were huge, you know? Uh, Be Our Guest and, and Belle and Gaston. And Luke Evans as Gaston in this new movie is a lot of fun. Like, I, I think he actually improved on the animated character. And some of the shows, like, the director knows how to do musical. Uh, there are, like, really showstopper numbers. Belle in the opening... Village and Gaston, the song Gaston is, is great. Like, there's good stuff in this. Just overall, I just, you know. As time goes on, yeah, uh, and, and these things morph and they try to get the most out of their stories, sure. will there ever be uh, um, a mingling of characters? Will there ever be a Peter Pan versus Pinocchio? <laughs> yes. Oh, I hope so. Awesome. <laughs> Peter Pan took out his little sword and just started chopping yeah. off Pinocchio's nose. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> and Geppetto's a ninja. Yeah, because it worked so well for Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Are you giving Beauty and the Beast one star? No, God, no, 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 no. It's like a three and a half out of five. Gotcha. All right. So that's about as high as I could possibly go on it. And, uh, you know, listen, if there was no animated version at all and, and Disney just came out with this live-action musical, this would probably be phenomenal, right? But there isn't. There's an animated version, and it's, it's a classic. And, and this one, to me, is not quite classic status. What do you have against Oscar winner Emma Thompson? Is it personal? <laughs> I think she's a lovely lady. 
She's a lovely lady who happens to not be Angela. Okay. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Three and a half stars for Beauty and the Beast. Read his stuff at cinemablend.com. Sean O'Connell, you're the best. Have a good weekend, man. Thank you, boys. Bye. Broadcasting across the globe. Before we go any further, I'm going to lay down a few rules. All right? The Kelly and Ken Show. It's Kelly and Ken. In keeping with tradition, this week the Chicago River was dyed green for St. Patrick's Day. And this is concerning. The Hudson River wasn't. <laughs> Oh, my. It's the Kelly and Ken Show. Follow us on Twitter or on Instagram at Kelly and Ken Show. Live music coming up in the studio in just a moment. Brandon Maddox will join us. Singer-songwriter just released a new single called Dixie Chaser. Here's a clip. I'm on the trail of this top shelf. Hundred proof She's a shot of Dixie. He's warming up downstairs. He'll be in the studio in about 20 minutes or so. Did you see where Jake Owen posted a video online warning fans about fake social media accounts? Yeah. He says they're run by scammers who pretend to be country stars. Listen to this. There are dumb out there that are trying to scam you guys out of whether it's money, whether it's your time. But before you spend your time not only entertaining them but then sending me messages and every other artist telling us there's fake accounts out there. These people have like 20 followers. So it's obvious that they're not me or whoever it may be. I've seen Randy Hauser talk about it. I've seen Lee Bryce talk about it. I've seen seen everyone talk about it. Luke Bryan. Like, look, there, are, there will always be people in the world that are idiots, okay? So ignore these people. Don't give them your time of day. If they reach out to you in a direct message telling you that they need your money or they need you to help them out because life's so tough on the road, just tell them to piss off. Um, I speak on behalf of all of us as artists. We would never do that to you. We would never send personal messages asking you guys to send us money and help us. Wow, he's a little full of himself. A little grumpy. Do you hear that part? Listen, listen. These people have like 20 followers. <laughs> so it. it's obvious that they're not me because I've got more. Right. And and by the way, just to clarify, mm. if you see a Twitter account that's the Kelly and Ken show, yeah. that has like 20 followers, that's actually us. Right. And we could use money. If you want to send us money, we're fine with <laughs> yeah, that. We're good with that. There's 20 followers and we'd love to have your money. Yeah. Ah. Uh, is this a is this a thing that's happening? I guess. I guess there's a lot of fake Twitter accounts out there. Is that right? I guess. I was totally unaware. So I should ignore the email I got from Barth Grooks. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a fake. Okay. All right. Broadcasting across the globe. We need our mommy. The Kelly and Ken Show. You're listening to The Kelly and Ken Show. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Good morning. It's The Kelly and Ken Show. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly and Ken Show. Why should they do that? Because, man... Are you still taking pictures of bugs and no, putting on Instagram? I don't post pictures of bugs on Instagram anymore. The first time we had Instagram, you took a picture of a really ugly bug, and nobody wanted to see it. Oh, 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 I, I, I have to correct you on that. It got three likes. Oh. Three likes, my oh, friend. It went viral. <laughs> Locally viral. Uh-huh. We got live music coming up in the studio in just a moment. Singer-songwriter Brandon Maddox will join us. His new single is called Dixie Chaser. Here's a clip. I'm on the trail of this top shelf. Hundred proof She's a shot of Dixie, and I'm a Dixie chaser. 
Brandon's going to be performing live tonight. Mike Stand Bar and Grill in Huntingdon from 8.30 till 11.30. We'll talk to him about that and a whole lot more next. Hang on. Broadcasting across the globe. That's the smartest thing I've ever heard anyone say about anything. The Kelly and Ken Show. All right, good morning. It's the Kelly and Ken Show. Our next guest is originally from Chattanooga, makes his home in Nashville now, and has just released a new single called Dixie Chaser. Here's a clip. I'm on the trail of this top shelf. She's a shot of Dixie, and, I'm a Dixie and he'll perform live tonight at the Mike Stand Bar and Grill in Huntington from 8.30 till 11.30. Brandon Maddox, how you doing, man? I'm doing good for early morning. I guess this is early for me. Is this too early for a country singer? What time does a typical country singer usually roll out of bed? Sometimes around 11, as, as late oh. as 11. Oh, that's yeah. the life. That is the life, man. <laughs> yeah. What time do you go to bed? Uh, usually around 12 or 1 a.m., though. Nice. Um, yeah. Get, yeah. Get to sleep. Yeah. Try to get to sleep. How you like living in Nashville? What's the difference between Nashville and Chattanooga? Anything big besides the music industry? Uh, yeah. It's yeah, it's a much bigger city. Yeah. Um, it's a lot more fun. Right. <laughs> and, uh, well, Nashville's just great. I was like a kid in the candy store when I first moved there. It was awesome. And uh, I just love... I love still being there. It's it's great. Speaking of Nashville, you were actually in the pilot for the TV show Nashville? That's right. How did that come about? Yeah, actually, in the very beginning, when the pilot was going on, they had casting calls, basically. They said, do you want to be in Nashville? Yeah. And you'd get paid money to be in it. <laughs> you get paid real money. Real money in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, you get paid money to be in this show? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and nobody had no track record yet. You didn't know if the show was going to take off or yeah. be a flop at that point. So, uh, yeah, we spent all day long in a white tent and yeah. uh, was there till till midnight. And I was glad when I saw myself on the TV show Make the Cut. Yeah. So Did you good. have to audition? Did you have to sing them a song? Did you have to do anything? No, just they were all going on looks. How old are you? You know, here's a picture. Yeah. You know, here and, and that kind of thing. It was totally superficial. Uh, it was no acting ability. Really. Are we allowed to ask you how much money you made from that appearance? <laughs> well, yeah, you can, but it's pretty much by a glorified candy bar. It wasn't that much. <laughs> you know, it was it was not very much so at you, all. So you think uh, the Nashville uh, people, if they went by looks, uh, they would have picked me, certainly, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure, you know. Mm. You're on the radio, that's I got the why. Look. I got that look. Yeah. <laughs> look at that brooding look he's throwing on <laughs> yeah. us, man. Hey, you've recorded, what, three albums now? Yes. And I guess Reba's band leader produced those? Yes. Uh -huh. who, who is this guy, and how'd you hook up with him? Yeah, his name's Doug Sizemore. Okay. And Doug was, uh, he's a Chattanooga native, actually. Uh -huh. So back in the 60s, him and my dad went to school together, and uh, they basically were acquaintances. They weren't buddy-buddy, but yeah. back in 2009, my dad said, hey, Doug, my son's in country music, and he's in Nashville. Do you mind if I have him send you some songs and so doug said no go ahead have him send some stuff over so i sent him uh, a few originals and he asked for some more we you know sent him about six songs total he said uh, oh these sound really good would you like to write wow and i said yeah i'd love to write with you and uh so we had that conversation then we got together and there was another guy that came into town who wanted to produce me for free i mean he like said he wanted to produce me for no money and i was like well yeah sure sign me up and we got together, and it just didn't work out. He wanted to change some stuff with my songs that mm -hmm. I'd written and, and these riffs and stuff on the guitar. And I said, no, nah, I'm not really uh, feeling this change here. So we had an argument over that. Doug said, well, I'll produce you. Why didn't you ask me? And I said, well, sorry, I didn't know that you would. I didn't have any money to pay you with. And he said, no, I don't charge any money. So 
he didn't charge any money either. He just money for the musicians. Right. He said, "We'll go in the studio and we'll we'll do these albums." And after the first one was done, um, he said, "I would love to be part of all your future creative projects if possible." I said, "Wow, I was hoping you would ask that, or yeah. I was I, if I'd only known, I would have said, "Hey, will you?" Right. You know. So it's who you know. Yeah, it really is in Nashville. Mm-hmm. We're gonna play the single "Dixie Chaser" in just a few moments. We're talking to Brandon Maddox, by the way. Mike Stand Bar and Grill in Huntington tonight from eight thirty till eleven thirty. You can see him live. You want to do a song for us live? Sure, absolutely. What do you want to do? I'll do a song to get you started for the day uh, that you'll uh, we'll probably play tonight. It's called "Drive Me to Drink." All right. His yeah. name is Brandon Maddox. He's live in the studio on the Kelly and Ken Show. Jack Daniels riding shoddy I watch Netflix kick back and chill When I've had a few hot toddies I hate to say you make me crazy But you bring me to the brink I don't drink and drive But you drive me to drink Hot and cold, man, it gets old When love stops being new You put your best foot forward But what the hell did I step into? You and I are like fire and ice Up is down and black is white The only reason we make up Is to start another fight I don't get behind the wheel With Jack Daniels riding shoddy I watch Netflix kick back and chill And I've had a few hot toddies I hate to say you make me crazy But you bring me to the brink drink and drive but you drive me to drink it's a tug of war we both want more a love we love to hate retreating back once we've attacked no white flags ever raised swear we'd die without each other but can't live with what we got so mad you're cute i gotta drop my boots and pick up one more shot well i don't get behind the Jack Daniels riding shoddy I watch Netflix kick back and chill When I've had a few hot toddies I hate to say you make me crazy But you bring me to the brink I don't drink and drive But you drive me to drink You're like the bottom of this bottle I don't want to see I breathe you in like cigarettes I know a bad for me Jack Daniels riding shoddy It's Netflix marathons and chill And I've had a few hot toddies I hate to say you make me crazy But you bring me to the brink I don't drink and drive But you drive me to drink Yeah, I don't drink and drive But you drive me to drink Very nice. Brandon Maddox live in the studio this morning on the Kelly and Ken show. Did you write that? Yes. Was that inspired by your wife who is also in the room with us right now? <laughs> That's what I say when we're live. I always say, well, my wife drives me to drink, but she helps me have a good time. So it's all good. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, actually, uh, me and my friend Adam James wrote that along mm-hmm. with Amy Chenoweth. And we were uh, sitting around and Adam said, uh, you know, I've had these relationships lately where, you know, it's kind of one of those, you know, hot 
cold kind of things, you know, fiery, passionate yeah. things, but it always has some weird excuse in the end. Right. And so it morphed into this song about Drive Me to Drink. Um, and uh, it was really cool how that all came together. Team, Pure teamwork. Good so. song. By the way, your wife is going to play percussion for you tonight at the mic stand. That's right. Is she kind of part of the live band when you guys are out full band? Yes. Uh, well, she's she, we're a duo acoustic act, so uh. we travel around together. Is that tough on you? I mean, when she disagrees with maybe a lyric or a note or a song, or so, does that make it tough on you guys as a couple? No, not at all. I love the positive. I mean, I love the feedback, whether it's good or bad. The constructive feedback is yeah. what I'm saying. It's, it's really good because I want her to tell me the truth even if it sucks i want her to tell me the truth <laughs> right. the, the good the bad and the ugly yeah. because then i know you know that i need to change this or work on this because she's my worst critic and it's a good thing gotcha albums already on itunes can people download those that's right and they'll be tonight physical copies okay. at the mic stand gotcha mic stand bar and grill tonight in huntingdon from 8 30 till 11 30 no cover charge sapphire restaurant in franklin tomorrow night franklin's kind of getting their own cool little music scene going aren't they they are yes i actually prefer it because downtown Nashville you've got all these people playing 10 to 2 shifts, 2 to 4 yeah. or 2 to 6 shifts and it's just non-stop where they wheel their stuff from one location to the other. It's like working at a factory. You yeah, know? it is. It's very much like old school yeah. like you're working at a factory or something. Yeah. But Franklin, I don't know, I'm hearing great things about some of the artists that are playing there and coming out of there. Yeah, there is. There's a, there's a good little music scene setting up down in Franklin Yeah, and uh, yeah, I played some of them. A place called Old School okay. down in Franklin but They've gone to a house band or whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of musicians down in Franklin, too. Gotcha. Plug your social media, website, Facebook, Twitter. Where are you? Yeah, brandonmaddoxmusic.com is the website. Um, it's currently going to be maybe possibly changing a little bit, but uh, then another one is facebook.com slash brandonmaddoxmusic at bmad, the letter B-M-A-D, music, Twitter, and Instagram, and also on Reverb Nation. Um, and then I believe that's, that's all of them, pretty much. Gotcha. And don't miss him tonight. Mike Stand Bar and Grill in Huntingdon from 8.30 till 11.30 and no cover. I got to ask. I, I've been staring at it this whole time. What I have you, to ask. What are you staring at? I can't not ask. What is it? He's wearing his watch on the outside of his shirt. What, I noticed that, too. That? Now, Brendan, we got to ask you about You've got your watch on over your shirt sleeve. It's weird, man. You don't see that very often. What's no. going on, if anything? Well, I'm trying to set a trend. Are you? No. But, no, I actually, I wanted to be here on time for this this interview. Okay. You know, I knew how important it was right. to be on the farm, W-E-I-O radio. It's not that important. And I needed to have my, <laughs> my watch on to make sure I was accountable. And you don't want it touching your skin. Yeah, that too. You know, it can't, it can't, touch, it can't touch the skin. He's a trendsetter, man. Okay, all right. Don't miss him tonight at the mic stand in Huntingdon. Let's play the single right now, Dixie Chaser. Brandon Maddox, thanks for being here this morning, Thank man. Thank you for having me, Kelly. Here it is on the Kelly and Ken Show. Brandon Maddox, Dixie Chaser. You're listening to Kelly and Ken. Good thing it's a Friday. Hear something weird? Of course, always. Just got a text a minute ago that some morning show was talking about you on another radio station. What? Yeah. Really? Yes. There's another morning show? <laughs> That's the weird thing. <laughs> I had no clue. I didn't know that either. Oh, now I'm told we've got somebody on the phone. Oh. With the scoop on it? Okay. What's the deal, man? Were they talking about Ken? What's going on? They are. They're talking about his uh, drone. Oh. What what they say in a good way? <laughs> well, they 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 said that uh, you didn't have just some playing around equipment. You had the real deal, and that you were uh, 
doing some uh, spectacular camera work over around the river. Wow. Oh. See, oh. Bill Way at 101.5, he lives over, uh, or he has a, a lake house over there. So, uh, you know, he, he talks about the river all the time. And oh. Somebody called in. I don't know if they were from Huntington or what, but but uh, they were talking about Ken this morning. So, I thought he'd like to know that. Yeah, yeah. Thank. I thought I felt a disturbance in the force. <laughs> Usually... I get that when women talk about me, which <laughs> happens all the time. Yeah, that, that was not the case this morning. <laughs> Broadcasting across the globe. Hey, who's in the mood for some fun? The Kelly and Ken Show. Hey, it's Kelly and Ken for our good friends at Mallard's Restaurant. Just off the Court Square, downtown Huntington. Christina, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You don't sound as busy as you did yesterday. No, I was a little crazy here yesterday. A little wacky. It's been a busy week. What are we having for lunch today? We have fried catfish or chicken teriyaki today. Oh, that's right. It's Catfish Friday. It is Catfish Friday, and we have I have home fries. Oh, Ken. She's got oh, the home fries for you. home fries. I'm a home fries homeboy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have strawberry shortcake? cake today. I do have strawberry oh, shortcake today. what oh. else for dessert? Chocolate, coconut, caramel pie, and pecan pie. Oh, perfect day for lunch, isn't it? It is. We'll see you there, Christina. All right, have a great day. Thank you, bye. Uh-huh, bye. We're going to go get some catfish today at Mallard's? Yes, please. They're located just off the Court Square in downtown Huntington. They will open at 1030 this morning. You get the meat and three for about six bucks. You know what we say. Mm-mm-mm. Mallard's Restaurant, the official restaurant of the Kelly and Ken Show on 100.9 The Farm now. Here's their mascot, Marvin the Mallard, to tell you more. Travel on, but there's one day here and the next day gone. Sometimes you bend, sometimes you stand, sometimes you turn your back to the wind. There's a world outside every darkened door where blues won't haunt you anymore. The brave are free and lovers soar. Come ride with me to the distant shore. We won't hesitate to break down the garden gate. There's not much time left today. This is the Kelly and Ken Show. While it was in Tennessee yesterday, Trump gave a speech from the estate of former President Andrew Jackson. Trump may have been confused because he also praised Andrew Jackson's brothers, Michael, Jermaine, Randy, and Tito. <laughs> it's the Kelly and Ken Show. Good morning. Do not forget, finals of Far American Idol tonight at our Big Red Barn. We'll open the doors at 5.30. Contest starts at 6.30. The remaining five will each sing one song, and the judges will crown someone our 2017 Far American Idol, and they will pick up $1,500 in cash from Carroll Bank and Trust. That's right. Somebody's going to reign victorious and go away with a lot of money, and four people will do that sad walk into the parking lot. Oh. You know, the sad walk. The sad walk. I tried so hard. No. But it didn't make it. Oh. Maybe next year. Oh. <laughs> You're making me sad. <laughs> this should be a happy time. Oh, yeah. It's the finals of oh, Far yeah, American yeah, yeah. Idol. That, yeah, totally happy. Tonight, Big yeah. Red Barn and Mission $3. Special guest judge Camille Ray <laughs> will perform live as well. All right, it's almost the end of the show. Hey, everybody. It's almost the end of the show. It's the audio roundup, the stuff we didn't have time for earlier this morning. We'll give it to you right now. We'll start with Brad Paisley. 
He's got a new commercial coming out for Nationwide Insurance. Listen to this. You got a kitchen that's brand new, and you'd like to keep it that way, too. You want to set out on your own so you can teach yoga and just say on. You're saving up for your family because the two of you are about to be three. A little help can go a long way in your life. And Nationwide is on your side. I got something stuck in my throat, man. What is it? <clears throat> what? Hang on a sec. Excuse me. Okay. <clears throat> Stop it right there. <laughs> Corporate sellout. Stop it. Oh, sorry. You would cash in as well. Oh, yeah, I would. I tell you who's probably not happy about this is Jana Kramer. She was the voice for Nationwide Insurance. Oh, really? I'm guessing maybe they didn't renew her contract and sign Brad Paisley. Think they dropped her as an insurer, too? It's possible. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right, the Weather Channel named a future winter storm after Stephen Colbert after he made a joke about their storm names the other night. Check this out. That's right. Our winter storm is going to be Colbert. Yes, Colbert. This is absolutely real, folks. Now, it's impossible to say exactly how this storm is going to perform, but our experts here have assigned it the name Colbert because very early forecasts are indicating that the storm starts small. Oh. Really small. Oh, my. But after a few false starts in the Chicago area, the system will eventually move on towards New York, where it looks like Colbert will build momentum on the back of a much bigger and better lead-in storm. <laughs> then in a move surprising almost everyone, Colbert should make the jump to a major storm. But once that happens, there's nothing to worry about. It's going to blow hard, but it's going to have little or no impact. All signs are going to point to just a nuisance storm. Nothing to be taken too seriously. Wow. <laughs> Man, shots fired. <laughs> The, the Weather Channel. Wow. Oh, my. Getting a little sassy over there. <laughs> All right. Jimmy Fallon read a bunch of tweets from viewers last night about their corny dads on his show. Check this out. The Kingslayer, he says. I asked my dad where my sunglasses were. He said, I don't know. Where are my dad glasses? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Wham. Mm. This one's from at Wilk610. She says, my dad would order a pizza saying, I would like to order a 747, you know, a large plane. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I know, these are good. This one's from at Lewis one He says, my dad's favorite knock-knock joke is, knock-knock, who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one a lot. You're going to become more corny as a dad. I'm not corny enough. You need to become more corny. Wow. Yeah. What have we learned today, if anything? Oh, we learned so many things, as we do each and every day. Mm -hmm. We learned that the new live-action Beauty and the Beast is less beauty and more beast. Sean O'Connell didn't really like it. He didn't, no. And we learned that a cell phone is not a necessity for a nine-year-old. Yeah, you talked me into it. It's yeah. a luxury. And we learned... That Leprechaun had a nice visit today, but soon he will frolic back out into the hollow tree to make cookies with his Keebler pals. Oh, don't leave us, Leprechaun. Hang around a little bit longer. Oh, but I do. I've got to leave, Gilly. Aww. I've got to head out. Okay. I'm so sorry. We'll miss you. I'll be back again next year. Will you say your catchphrase one more time? Fiddly-dee, fiddly-dah. I can't get enough of that. I'll see you next time, brah. Be careful, Leprechaun. <laughs> oh, Leprechaun. Yes, sir. Normally, regular Ken says bye at this time. Do you want to say bye? Nope. Okay. 
All right, I'll give it a shot. Can you say fiddly D first? Fiddly D. No, I love that. <laughs> say bye, Leprechaun. Say <laughs> bye. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his countenance shine upon you and grant you peace. From the Henry County Medical Center Studios inside the Big Red Barn in Carroll County, Tennessee, this is 100.9 The Farm.